I know Las Vegas is fault. It's Vegas, man. I mean, come on. But Joe just made a really good point. Everybody that's out there covering this thing this week, not only is it the Super Bowl, and you combine it with Vegas, and it's Vegas and the Super Bowl. Nick Costos mentioned it a couple minutes ago. Like, the energy out there has been amped up to 11 since yeah. every since last Monday, really. And so I can't even imagine. Like, you, you made a good point, Joe. There's a lot of week left to go, I think it's the way you put it, for everybody <laughs> who's out there covering this game. There is. There's four more days until kickoff. And I'll be honest, as much fun as it looks like, as much fun as it may be at times, I don't necessarily mind being left behind on this one. And hanging out at the neighbor's house and watching it on Sunday night in the comfort of someone's home with all the food we talked about earlier and not having to deal with the chaos in Las Vegas this week. I'm conflicted on this. So, yes, overall, I, I think it's a good thing, especially since our shows would be starting at 6 a.m. out there. So yeah. what do you think of the plan of attack there? What would we have to do? Um, hmm. But I, I know myself. So if everybody's doing something and I'm good enough to go, like, I'm going. And my problem is ending the night. I, yeah. I can't be like, okay, one more, and I'm going to be the one that, all right, guys, I'm out. I'm going to be the first one to leave. Like, that's just not happening. I'm going to ride it out, and then I'm going to ride it out to a dangerous territory, and then I'm going to show up drunk in the morning for the show. You know, it's like there are just so many bad things. I want that. What time do I have to stop drinking? What time do I have to stop drinking so I can be sober for my 6 a.m. show? And it's Vegas, so like 8 o'clock dinner, 8.30 dinner turns into like, oh, let's hit the tables once before we go up to, you know, call it a night. And then it's... 11 and then you look up and it's one and it's like well the show starts at six i should probably get up at like 4 30 or five uh yeah let's just let's just stay and then it's an all-nighter that, and then you're a disaster that did happen to me last year i met up i think See? paul might have met up early but i met andrew for like a happy hour vibe and then it just started growing and growing all of a sudden i don't mm-hmm. know how late that got paul what my hangover the next day and then wasn't I early joe g was was sick too and then you and me fed out then i got show i was like of I all days i wanted yep, yeah. to die <laughs> i got caught off the bench that was fun yeah yeah just like locked in well, uh yeah well and the worst part is you got to travel for the shows. I don't think they do. I assume they're staying where they're no. broadcasting from, which this is would be a, a huge, downstairs. that's a huge yeah. plus because we would have to, you know, let's go get in the car hour and a half before the show starts or whatever. Yeah. It, it, it would not go well. And that, yeah, no. So I wonder like, would I be done by the end of the week or would I still be feeding off of the energy and the oxygen in in the Vegas hotels and casinos. Uh, By Friday afternoon, you're cooked, I think. I would be anyway. Just I am every week here. I'm cooked Friday here. So what am I not even in Vegas? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, last year, Paul and I, I think we discussed the strategy. Like, you wait to party until later in the week so that if you're cooked, at least you're, like, almost going home. But also, like, we all have media friends that we haven't seen in forever. They're like, we don't care what your show is. You are going out tonight. And you're like, ugh. Peer pressure is real. 
There, there were people sending me me photos of the BetQL network set there. Like, where you at? I'm like, nope, not this week, Aww. not this time. Nope. <laughs> Comfy, cozy on the couch. I am not there. Um, if you are there with some of your big game props, props, pardon me, we got the challenge for you inside your BetMGM app right now. Our online sportsbook customers have the opportunity to win a grand prize of up to $58,000 if you can predict the most big game prop bet questions correctly out of all eligible users. Go to the promotions tab in your BetMGM sportsbook app and then create an entry in the BetMGM big game prop bet challenge. Again, your chance to win up to fifty-eight grand if you can predict the most big game prop bet questions correctly out of all eligible users. All right, it's time for lightning bets. Are we adding anything to the Super Bowl 58 card? Not a lot of action otherwise tonight, especially if you're a big dummy like me and staying away from college basketball for the foreseeable future. Joe, I'll let you start us. All right, yeah, I don't even know which Super Bowl bets I've given out and lightning bets over the last couple of weeks. So I, I would stick with basketball. We'll try to organize that. Uh, we had a player prop draft earlier in the show. If you want to check out that on the podcast. So let's start with college hoops. God, Michigan is horrendous. Like they're probably talking over there. Like, are we going to fire Juwan Howard? Or what are we going to do this season? Uh, Wisconsin road favorite conference game. So that's dicey. But the Badgers are kind of in a must-win spot. They're coming off the loss over the weekend uh, to Perdon't, but they're laying five and a half. This Michigan team is so awful, and they lose by double digits at home on a regular basis. Like, line them up. Rutgers, Iowa, Illinois, double digits. They lost to McNeese State at home by double digits. I've got to take the Badgers in this spot. Let's go. I wish they were playing in Madison, but uh, we will still take Wisconsin. Minus five and a half. Uh, speaking of five and a half, the number's uh, too large here between Bama, Bama and Auburn. So I've got to take Bama getting five and a half. Winners, 10 of their last 11. Uh, we remember recently Auburn lost to Alabama by four, ended up being a tight game. That's the only game this year that Auburn's had against the top 40 team in the Ken Palm ratings. Five and a half, it's just too many points for this conference matchup. I I know, revenge on the mind, all that stuff, fine. But uh, give me Bama plus five and a half. NBA, um, it's getting out there, but uh, on the road, I will take Golden State laying four and a half at Philly. Uh, Since Embiid's been out, they're one in five straight up, the Sixers are. Maxi might miss this game. He's uh, he's day-to-day right now. So, um, yeah, and, and the Warriors are desperate. Like, every game, they're, they're on the outside. Not not they're in the play-in. I'm not saying outside of the playoff, they're in the play-in. They're outside of the play-in right now. So, uh, give me a desperate Warriors team against the Sixers team missing all their stars. Don't look now. DeMontis Sabonis has scored a triple-double in his last four games. And now... They host the Pistons, who rank 27th in opponents in the paint, and he's only plus 120 for a triple-double. I can't believe that's insane. Plus 120 for a triple-double? Are triple-doubles a big thing? Like It's just like, it used to be Apparently they're nothing. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Not for Sabonis, though. He's doing it every night lately. 
I guess that means he may be due for regression, but I'm not too worried about it against Detroit. So I'll play Sabonis triple double plus 120 at BetMGM. All right. Um, I, I'm going to wait to actually lock this in, but you went the other way, Joe. And I know Tobias Harris might be the only starter. Philly has struggled since Embiid officially went, left the lineup. You're right. Golden State is desperate. If I can get better than five somewhere, actually, there is a five and a half out there. Right there's now, a five. Which, uh, yeah, they're starting to pop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I may jump on the Sixers. They haven't been a road dog of this, or excuse me, a home dog of this size all year. Um, Golden State. I don't think has won as a home favorite this large, or excuse me, road favorite. Get my home and road back backwards here. Uh, Golden State hasn't won as this big of a road favorite all year and hasn't covered either. Maybe one win without a cover in Oklahoma City back in November. So if I can get that five and a half now, I'm going to go jump on that. Sixers getting five and a half at home against the Warriors. And then a hockey bet. Yep. Uh, they get things started back up. They did last night, actually the night before, second half of the NHL schedule. Uh, Wild are in Chicago. Game totals at five and a half. I like the over, not based on Chicago, though. They've scored just two games in their last four games going into the break. Shut out three times. Minnesota, though, over for their last six before the break. So I'll take over. Five and a half goals, and I'll take Minnesota on the puck line, minus one and a half at plus money, plus 125. So, like the Wild over the Hawks in Chicago tonight. Paul? All right, I'm going to do one of my props that I mentioned earlier in our draft. MVS, longest reception at 10 to 1. Just need one. Just need one. That could be maybe, what was it, Chris? Over 86 and a half yards. One play. That's all we need. One play, that's it. Uh, But... But maybe like a 60, a 50, somewhere in there. Um, just need one, but 10 to 1, like that there. And then a couple golf bets, smaller cards, smaller cards this week. Uh, Sungjae at 30 to 1. He was T6 here last year. Very, he's played this course very well. He's He hasn't been like, he started off pretty strong uh, as far as the season goes. And like recent form, he's been okay, but he could definitely pop here. Um, and then Eric Cole has been playing some really good golf. So at 45 to 1, he is worth a flyer. And then one bomb, which, you know, pizza money, coffee money, whatever. Austin Ekro, when you look at total driving, just some of the metrics that historically do well here, driving accuracy plus distance, he is very strong there. Can he put four rounds together? I have my doubts, but at 150 to 1, it's a little sprinkle. Okay, we got uh, we got NBA Jake in the fold tonight. What do we got? Uh, I'm actually going to be aligned with you on the Sixers. I'll take the points against the Warriors and uh, go mano y mano with Joe there. I'm also going to put in a Super Bowl bet and now going to keep with the brand, going to go with my guy, Fred Warner, over eight and a half tackles and assists is plus money. So while it's plus money, I'll just get on that. Why not stick with my guy uh, famously and uh, something that's Super Bowl adjacent. Uh, it's kind of a college baseball thought, but ECU has a commercial coming out on the Super Bowl with like all of their stars and something. So people are going to get into it. And like, oh, commercial, cool. It's 50 to one. The price is coming down. If you like them and before the price comes down after this commercial, why not? So that's just a thought. That's all. 
Skater Boy How much is not money bad. does this program have? Who is I know. I don't know. That was yeah, I, I was surprised too. Like I don't know how they're affording this, but I mean, good for them, I guess. They're not gonna be able to afford spikes. I'm out. I'm out. I'm fading ECU. Fading the Pirates. Fading. Yeah. No, nobody in Greenville, North Carolina, has that much money. That's guaranteed. Um. All right, tomorrow we inch one day closer to Super Bowl 58. We'll do it again from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern every day right here live coast-to-coast on the BetQL Network. For Gurch, for Jake, for Paul, for Aaron and Joe, I'm Chris. This has been BetQL Daily.